Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's been a heck of an offseason for the Pelicans. We're talking about it again today. Darius Miller, he resigns yesterday. Lots of fans a little perplexed. I'm not. I thought it was a nice signing. I don't care about the money. They needed depth at that position, and they got it with him. Lots to talk about with the Pelicans, since we're going to bring on in Andrew Lopez, NBA writer covering the Pelicans, formerly of the Times-Picayune, free agent now, first time been able to have him on our program in a very long time, at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez on Twitter. Be sure you follow him if you're a Pelicans fan, you need to be doing that. Andrew, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Nothing much, man. Enjoying uh, free agency, I guess. I guess that has double meaning now, but yeah, I'm enjoying, <laughs> enjoying it right now. <laughs> I was going to say, which free agency are you enjoying more? I guess I can I could probably guess. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's one I'm enjoying a lot more, but, you know, I'm just kind of kind of taking it as it is right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Uh, just give me the top-down take from you on the Pelicans' free agency period, including these trades that they've made, and we'll kind of dive into more of this. But what do you think all these moves that they made? You know, uh, especially with free agency, it, it was everything that they needed to do, and I'm including Derek Favors in that. That was a you know a trade, but it, we're, we're going to call that a free agency move. Um, I think it's everything that they needed uh, in terms of building this team, and I think it shows that there's a level of confidence with those guys, especially J.J. Redick kind of showing exactly what – uh, David Griffin and Trajan Langdon, Swing Cash, and those folks are building over there, and that there's some people who who believe in that, and and NBA players who believe in it. JJ Redick was making he's making twenty six and a half million dollars. That offer was going to be on the table from other teams, and the fact that he chose New Orleans, I think, says something about what uh, Griffin and those guys are doing. So that one specifically, I think, surprised the heck out of everybody here. Really, everybody across the country, and like you said, yeah. every contender is going to want this guy for thirteen and a half million. Do you know why? Do you have any information on why JJ decided it was the Pelicans? Was it just Trajan and all the Duke guys here? What was it? It, it, it his relationship with Trajan did play a part in it. Um, but it, but it's a sense of he believes in what this team is doing. It's the same thing, really, uh, that he did two years ago when he went to Philly. I mean, he took – now, granted, when he went to Philly two years ago, they were still, you know, that up-and-coming team, but they were, you know, they also put a one-year $23 million offer in front of him. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take that, too, but it was one of those things you had to hit the salary floor. But he still believed enough in that team to, to stick around and try to build something in. Uh Right now, he looks at it as the same thing. He looks like he can build something here. How much better does he make the Pelicans, Andrew? Uh, he makes him a little bit better. I, I don't want to say significant. Um, it, it's not like it's one of the, the, the top-name guys, but for what he does, uh, the shooting aspect, it's what they needed. You know, that was what they were targeting. They were targeting veterans. They were targeting uh, floor spacing, and he did that. I mean – their first two signings is Redick and uh, Nicola Melli. Both of those guys are floor spacers. Melli, uh, the, the the power forward from from the Italian power forward, he was playing in Turkey the last couple of years. But uh, he, Griff went out with a, a mission. He knew what he had to get, and they kind of waited back. They knew exactly what kind of deal they needed to give Melli. They knew exactly what kind of deal they needed to give Redick to have that 18 million they needed in space to be able to take a guy like Favors. And things kind of broke their way. 
and that's where we're at right now. It's interesting you mentioned Nick Melly, the overseas guy, because I think a lot of Pelicans fans don't really know just how, in my mind, what a good signing this is. He shot 40% from three in the EuroLeague last couple of seasons. I think he was the leading scorer in the EuroLeague finals this year. And, and Andrew, doesn't he fit that that position or at least spot that they really needed a stretch for a guy who can play maybe the three, four, or even the five in, in some situations if they go small? Yeah, he's definitely going to be a stretch four for these guys. Uh, he he kind of fits that spot. You didn't really know who was going to be the guy behind Zion. You didn't know if they were going to, you know, there's going to be Christian Wood, if they were going to go small sometimes, and Ingram was going to play a little bit of four. But uh, when when you look at the contract, that tells me how much they they like Melly. You know, when he's going to get paid, you know, four million a year, there he's not here to just, you know, okay, let's see if he works like. Even like the contract that, that Christian Wood got last year, the contract that Dyrus Bertans got last year, he's here to 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 play minutes, um, and I think it, it's going to be a uh, you know a good fit for uh, for Gentry's offense, especially because of the passing aspect that he brings as well. We're talking to Andrew Lopez, NBA writer, covering the Pelicans on Twitter at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. The backcourt depth, I think, is, is real. In fact, Andrew, I don't know uh, if the, they've got too much backcourt depth. I don't know. I mean, that's a good problem to have, but I, what do they have? Six guys at the shooting guard spot now, if you include J.J. Redick in that. How is this all going to play out when uh, you're talking about rotations in the regular season? I think a move gets made. Um, I, I, I don't think they're done. I don't think this, this is the team necessarily that they're going to go into the season with. Uh, first things, what they're going to do in Vegas is they're going to see what they have in Frank Jackson. I mean, we, we, we've, they, he's been on the roster for two years. Obviously, the first year was a wash. Last year, they, they kind of played him at a, you know, They played him a lot at the two. They tried to play him at the one. They have built this summer league team around Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson is supposed to lead this team right now. Um, they're going to see what they have there. And if they, they think he can be the backup point guard, he's going to go in as the backup point guard. Uh, I think Drew is going to see a little bit more time there. Maybe uh, Alexander Walker sees some time there. Uh, Brandon Ingram can even do some time there. Uh, Zion could play the one if we're really going to, yeah. uh, you know, put some weird lineups out there on the floor. But I, I think that there is some, some moves to be made. Uh, I, I do think maybe that's why Darius Miller got the contract that he did receive. Uh, it, it is an option on the second year. That's why he was. You, you have to when you have bird rights and you sign somebody with bird rights, you have to give them two years. Uh, that's why he got the deal he has with the team option. It, it, that salary seems like it's set up for something else. Um, maybe during the year you can do something with it. Um, but then I, I, if you look at a guy like Etwan Moore, and he, you wonder. What happens with Etwan? Does Etwan stay on this team? That's the kind of maybe the biggest question mark I think I have. Uh, and I think there's, there's maybe another move made before the season starts. I was timing it. It was five minutes and 12 seconds until either one of us mentioned Zion. <laughs> we did in this interview. So, hey, that's. That's pretty good. That's probably a record since the draft. I, I mean, think so. I don't. This is yeah, the <laughs> longest anybody's gone in this market for sure without talking about Zion. So, what do you think of this kid, man? Now that you you got a chance to be around him a little bit, he's here in the city. Seems like he always has a smile on his face, and uh, boy, the hype! It seems like it's real, and this entire city's already in love with the kid. Yeah, it's the one thing, and, and you know, being around him at the draft, being around him back here, uh, even at that, that event that he he did at Garetti in the East. The, the thing you, you realize about him, it's kind of twofold. One, you realize he's still an 18-year-old kid. Like, he's a, he is a kid. <laughs> okay, he may be a 6'7", 6'8", 285-pound kid, but he's still a kid. But at the same time, he's still, 
he still understands the situation. He still understands, hey, I need to this this franchise is gonna be on my shoulders. He can they can say it's on Drew, that Drew's the face of the franchise. Everybody knows. Zion knows, Drew knows, Griff knows. It's this is gonna be Zion's team sooner, I think, rather than later. Drew is gonna help guide him there, but I, I think he is ready. It's even I think one of the comments he made about it was you know, if you're not ready for that, then maybe you're in the wrong sport. He he is ready for what is uh, what is about to come, uh, despite being so young. It's Andrew Lopez talking to him. Uh, the, the concerns that some people have with Zion, that he's maybe a little too big weight-wise for the NBA in that frame for longevity, and also his shooting. Are those valid concerns? Have they been overblown a little bit, Andrew? Uh, to me, I think they're overblown. Uh, I mean, this, this kid played in the ACC. I mean, he, it wasn't like he was playing, uh, you know, in the MEAC or in the Southland or, or anything like that. Uh, sorry, UNO fans, but uh, I know Celeste is probably listening to me, so i got to apologize to him. But <laughs> Zion is, is 280. Like, he, you see how he moves. Once, I mean, maybe he plays at 270. Okay. I, I don't think that it's that big of a concern. You saw how he went through a whole year. Uh Obviously, he had the, the the knee injury when the shoe explodes. I mean, I don't I don't think that's going to happen again. I wouldn't I would hope it happens again for his sake for whoever signs him. But I I, I think it's overblown. Um, if he is comfortable playing at that weight, great. If he can drop ten pounds and he can add two more inches, I, I don't know what more that really does. Like it add two inches to his vertical. Um, I think it's a little bit overblown. Once he once he gets in there and gets into NBA shape, you know he's going to lose weight over the course of a season. Easy, probably lost weight over the course of uh, the college season last year. But I, I think it's a bit overblown. I think he's going to be just fine. All right, well, a quick interlude, Andrew. Will like this, a Gold Cup update just seconds ago. Uh, Willie uh, uh, Weston McKinney, excuse me, he scores a goal. Uh, so one. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, I was watching it and like was trying to like cheer and fist bump while giving that answer before. <laughs> I was too. absolutely watching the game while, while was Me doing too. it, and I was just open. So, yeah, uh, one nil the U.S. leads at the semifinals. Uh, they lead Jamaica uh, in that Gold Cup. So nine minutes in, uh, good on the U.S. men's national team trying to reach uh, their final in the Gold Cup. Uh, final one for you here, Andrew. And I know like this is it's very sports talk. We got we got to ask it. It's fun to talk about. Where do they stack up in the West right now? And I don't know. Let's maybe let's just. Assume Kawhi goes to the Lakers for worst case scenario. So where do the Pelicans right now with this roster stack up in the West? I think they they are competing for a playoff spot. I, I don't I don't think they are a playoff team uh, that where you can say they're a slam dunk playoff team just because I think there's a lot of movement in the West. Uh, there's a lot of strong teams in the West, uh, especially let's say Kawhi goes to the Lakers. Obviously that changes the top of the West a little bit, but it. it they they are going to compete for a playoff spot. This isn't going to be a team who is is looking at 32, 34 wins. I think before free agency, I think they're in the 38 to 40 range. I think now they could be in the low 40s. It, it depends on how Zion comes along. It depends on uh, a, a few different things. But to me, I think right now where they're at, um, they, they are going to compete for a playoff spot. Andrew Lopez, NBA writer covering the Pelicans, and look, if you're a Pels fan or even a you know a new Pels fan, you got to be following this guy at Andrew, or excuse me, underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. Andrew, glad to talk to you again, bud, and uh, hopefully you're not a free agent for long. <laughs> I hopefully not either. But I'm gonna enjoy it while it's here. <laughs> all right, dude, get back to that soccer match. All right.
I'm, I'm going later. <laughs> All right, later. There he goes. Andrew Lopez, formerly of the Times Picayune. Glad to have him back on. And yes, 1 0, little fireworks for the U.S. men's national team. The day before 4th of July, Weston McKinney puts them up on Jamaica 1 0, semifinals of the Gold Cup. We'll take a break when we come back. I want to know from you what do you think about this Pelicans team now? We're getting to the point where we can talk about expectations in this upcoming season. Lots of people have been clapping back at me, especially on social media, about my take on Kenrich Williams. I'm not sold on Kenrich. I'm just not. If Kenrich Williams is playing lots of minutes, and we talked to both Daniel Salerson and Andrew Lopez this hour, they both mentioned Kenrich Williams. Maybe he'll have a a big part of this rotation come the fall. I don't know. That would scare me a little bit. What do you think about this Pelicans team? 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. It's the last lap on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.